This call is being recorded. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Patricia from Arizona. You're doing this morning. Anybody else in the line would like to say good morning? I could barely hear you. Good morning, Letitia. This is Barbara. Good morning, Sister Barbara. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Sister Susie. You feeling in the back? Good morning. I'm not good morning, really... Good I'm not really, I was, and now I'm back to feeling really bad again. I don't know what's going on. Oh, no. Sorry to hear that. Keep me in your prayers, okay? Will do. Thank you, hon. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Miss Diane. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday to you. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, it's Renee. Good morning. Oh, it's the Smiths. Good morning. Good morning, the Smith family. Thanks for joining us. Happy Monday. Good morning, good morning, happy Monday. It's Letitia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line and like to say good morning?
Hello. Hi. Good morning, family. This is Mona. Good morning, Sister Mona. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you, baby. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Patricia from Arizona. Can anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, Sister Carla in California. Good morning, Sister Carla. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good morning, it's Gloria from Virginia. Good morning, Sister Gloria. Thank you for joining us. Happy Monday to you. Same to you. Good morning, good morning, happy Monday, it is July 1st, Victory Family. Hello again, my name is Leticia from Arizona and I am your host this morning. First of all, I want to say thank you all for joining us here at Declare Victory. We're a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. Here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. We thank you for joining us last month. We hope that you are blessed. Be sure to join us this month of the month of July for a whole bunch of power-packed individuals and unique messages from all of our wonderful gifted declares. You don't want to miss these teachings and what will be coming out of the bag because you are in for a big blessing. There is one announcement today. If you've been blessed by the call and would like to sew into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me backslash declarevictory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father to return to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests submitted on the app, However, I would like to send up prayers for Sister Susie. She is not feeling well again. The word of the call today is the declaration will be done by Brother David. Praying and leading us in corporate praise will be done by Sister Barbara. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Again, the declaration will be done by Brother David. And praying and leading us in corporate praise will be done by Sister Barbara. After that, we'll go immediately in the closing comments, hosted by Brother David. The scripture today is Joel 2, 25-26. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locusts and the young locusts, and the other locusts and the locust swarm. My great army that I sent among you, You will have plenty to eat until you are full, and you will praise the name of the Lord your God, who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I now ask you to look at your phones to make sure your standard mute button is on as the call is being recorded, and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. I now pass the call to the declare for the day, Brother David. Have a blessed day, all. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Sister Lakeisha from Arizona. I appreciate that. Thank you for hosting us and bringing us into um, our declaration today. Um, so good morning, everyone. Happy morning. Uh, happy Monday, rather. Um, Thank you for joining us. I'm going to just open this up in a quick word of prayer, and then I'll go ahead and begin. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you thanking you for your riches and glory and 
all that you provide for us and all that you're doing for us, the scene and the unseen. We ask, Lord, that today that the declaration just land on the hearts of those who are listening and give them the empowerment and the encouragement they need to make it through their day and through their week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So um, <clears throat> I've been uh, reading a lot of Job lately. Um, and I, as we all know, that Job is a book about um, basically a man who had great faith in God. And uh, the devil came up to the Lord and kind of was like, well, let me tempt one of your most faithful servants here and see if he will, you know, slander you or turn from you ultimately. And God was like, no, Job is one of the justice. Um, he's one of the best. And so Job was basically tried and went through many, many trials to where he lost his, you know, farm, his riches, all of the things that he had, his family died, his own health went down. And the Lord was just testing him constantly to just prove his faith, to prove how just Job was and how righteous Job was and how much Job trusted and believed in God for what he had and what he was going to have and continue to have. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of us are going through some stuff right now. And I think it's important to have the reminder every now and then that, you know, God is in control and that we need to, in the midst of our trials, in the midst of whatever we're going through, we need to look to God and just believe in him. And I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the scripture. We're going to be going through a series of verses, uh, Job uh, 38, through the end of the book. Um, and so basically it gets to a point for Job where he's just, everything's been taken from him. He's down and, you know, basically looking to God and saying, you know, he's questioning ultimately, you know, in his suffering, he's, charging God for acting unjustly, basically saying, hey, what's, what's this all about? I'm one of your good servants. I love you. Um, you know, he had pleaded for an opportunity, essentially, to appear in court with God, to basically say, hey, listen, what is going on? This is crazy. This is too much. You know, what what is your plan? You know, and then God finally speaks out. God, you know, speaks to Job, and it says here in Job 38 that the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm, and he said, who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Now, this to me is pretty important because it, it's basically God is like, yo, dog, who are you? Who do you think you are? You don't know what you're talking about. So you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Essentially, it's like, who do you think you are? I'm the one with the plan." You aren't to question my plan. Um, and then it goes on, verse 3, brace yourself like a man, and I'll question you, and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. You know, God's kind of questioning Job. He's, he's asking him, where were you when I created all this? Who, who do you think you are to question me? Who gave you the, the idea that you can even come up to me because up to this point I know that God has been trying Job and putting him through things but Job was living a very great life Job was living prosperously before all of this happened and God gave him that and so God's kind of like wait a minute let me let me just check you really quick um, and he's saying you know on what were the footings set or who laid the cornerstone basically saying were you here when all of this was created. Who are you to question this? And and it, it's pretty interesting because, you know, in the Old Testament, God does have, um, he's more quick to action with things like the flood um, and Sodom and Gomorrah, just wrecking it, just saying, nope, we're going to start over again. We're going to redo this. But at the same time, God loves his people so much that he wants to, correct them so that they understand who is really in control so that in a way it's not necessarily admonishing them but it's saying hey listen I'm the one that put all this together you need to 
trust me a little bit. But at the same time, he's making his point to Job, basically saying, like, look at all of this. Um, verse 7, while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy, you know, basically, like, where were you when all this was going you weren't here because I'm the one that put this down. Who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb? And this is going back to Genesis in the very beginning when God is the seven days where God is laying out all of the, uh, the, the, the ingredients to make life as we know it now. You know, when he said to the darkness, let there be light, when he separated the sea from the earth. And so this is God basically reminding Job and reminding us all that he had to do to create this world that we live in. He's basically saying, you know, where were you when I called these things into existence? Where were you when I made this? When I separated the earth from the sea on the second day, when I created all this life. And I'm going to keep going through the scripture here, through the verses, and you'll see all that God and, and ultimately, I'm not trying to um, say, look at how tough God can be. It's mostly look at how powerful God is and how grateful we should be that this is the God that we serve and this is the God that is on our side. So no matter what we're going through, we can always look to this and say, hey, look, our God is a good God. Our God is a strong God. Our God is a powerful God who created everything with just his words, with his breath. All right, so I'm going to keep going on. Um, uh, verse 9 here. When I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness, when I fixed the limits for it and set its doors and bars in place, when I said, this far you may have come and no further here, is where your proud waves halt. So this is great. This is, again, God's talking about creating the sea and creating, you know, he's saying he set these limits so that the sea doesn't overrun the entire earth. He sets these limits so that the sky and the earth don't run together. It's really pretty awesome when you really think about it. If you could just imagine being a part of that or just even seeing that. I mean, we are blessed with the Bible is with, given us the wisdom of what happened in the beginning. Um, but this is just great. It's powerful stuff. Um, verse 12, have you ever given orders to the morning or shown the dawn its place that it might take the earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it? The earth takes shape like clay under a seal. Its features stand out like those of a garment. The wicked are denied their life and their a praised arm is broken. So this is where God is basically saying, you know, he's created this earth. Um, and that even though there's darkness in the earth, uh, his light overwashes everything. It covers us like a garment. It protects us like a garment. Um, and those that are wicked that try to break through can't break through that garment because God has us protected. Um, verse 16, have you journeyed into the springs of the sea or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the deepest darkness? Have you comprehended the vast expanses of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. Again, God is just checking Job and making sure he understands who he's talking to, who he's questioning. What is the way to the adobe of light? boat of light, excuse me, and where does darkness reside? Can you take them to the, can you take them to their places? Do you know the path to their dwellings? Surely you know, for you are, were already born. You've lived so many years. And so God's just questioning, like, do you know where the sun comes from? Do you know when the darkness happens? Do you know what separates day from night? Can you go to these places? Can you do it? You've been here for so long. You know so much. You're questioning me. You tell me. And so verse 27 goes on to say, have you entered the storehouse of the snow or seen the storehouse of the hail, which I reserve for times of trouble, for days of war and battle? So this is God saying that he, he lets out the storm when there's battle, when there's war, when there's trouble. And he's the one that controls that. 
to our favor more often than not. But he's saying, do you know where this comes from? Do you know what this is? What is the way to the place where the lightning is dispersed or the place where the east winds are scattered over the earth? Who cuts a channel for the torrent to rain and a path for the thunderstorm to water a land where no one lives, an uninhabited desert? So here God's basically saying, you know, I, I prepared everything so perfectly to the point where I know when to put rain down, even when there's nothing there, so that I can water these lands, so that I can make these lands fertile, even if nobody's there. This is to, to satisfy a desolate wasteland and make it sprout with grass. You know, he's basically saying he's preparing many lands that we don't even see, that we can't even think of for us to live in, for us to enjoy, for pastures, for us to, you know, rest in and prepare and have our own um, farms and flocks and just so that we can prosper. He's doing all of this and we don't know anything about it. Uh, does the rain have a father? Verse 28. Who fathers the drops of dew? From whose womb comes the ice? Who gives birth to the frost from the heavens when the waters become hard as stone, when the surface of the deep is frozen? Verse 31. Can you bind the chains of Pilates? And this is, now he's talking about the stars. Now he's going up into outer space. He's talking about not just the things he created here on this earth, but the things that he created out in the universe. Can you loosen Orion's belt? Talking about, you know, the constellations. He's basically telling Job, listen, I not only created everything on this earth, but I created everything outside of it and beyond. And as we know, and as science is growing and we have uh, technology, the Hubble telescope, and I think in a couple of years there's going to be even a bigger telescope that's going up in space, but shows us that there's infinite galaxies and constellations out there. There's so much going on beyond just this Earth that we're just barely starting to see glimpses of it. And he's saying, God is basically saying, do you have any control over it? Do you even know what this is? Can you bring forth, verse 32, the constellations in their season or lead out the bear with the cubs? Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? This is powerful because I know I'm basically just going to be repeating myself because it's a point that I feel like might need to be hammered home because no matter what we're going through, we serve a God that can control things that we can't even think of. We can't even imagine the power that God has over this earth. And when he created this earth, he, he created it for us, essentially, to live in. So no matter what's going on, I want you to hear me now. Just know that God is a powerful God, that he can do all things. And no matter what you're going through, if you just call out on him, don't question him, he can give you the help you need. Now I'm going to keep on reading verse 34. Can you raise your voice to the clouds and cover yourself with a flood of water? Do you send the lightning bolts on their way, do they report to you? Here we are. Who gives this wisdom or gives the rooster understanding? Who has the wisdom to count the clouds? Who can tip over the water jars of the heavens when the dust becomes hard and the clouds of earth stick together? Again, this is powerful stuff because he's essentially saying, who tells the rooster to crow? Who who tells the clouds to move? Who lets the sun out? Who opens up the heavens and rains down when the dust becomes hard? When when you need rain, when you're suffering through a drought. I know in California, uh, we were going through a drought for a long time, and the rains opened up. You know, you could even see it where there's certain hills, I think even in Oakland, where it used to always be green pastures and it slowly became yellow and dark and just, you're just wondering where's the rain. And when it was necessary, God opened up the skies and created the rain so that we had an abundance. So those hills in Oakland and those hills all over California are green again. They're, they're, they're refilled, they're replenished, and that's thanks 
to God. Um, do you, uh, verse 39, do you hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lion when they crouch in their den or lie in wait in the thicket? Right here, God's basically saying, I'm so good to you that I provide something for them to eat so they don't eat you. The lions don't come after you. When they're crouched and waiting in the thicket, you walk on by and they're hungry for a meal. They're not jumping after you because I've given them what they need. I've prepared for them what they need. Just the same way that he's going to prepare for us what we need. Who provides food for the raven when the young cry out to God and wander about for lack of food? And that's the end of 30. I'm going to just jump on into 39 here. I'm going to try to get through it because we're already about half past six, and I don't want to keep this too, too long. Um, so Job 39, verse 1, do you know when the mountain goat gives birth? Do you watch when the doe bears her fawn? Do you count the months till they bear? Do you know the time they give birth? They crouch down and bring forth their young. Their labor pains are ended. Their young thrive and grow strong in the wild. They leave and do not return. Um, this is just God basically talking about essentially with the new Lion King movie. I think it's appropriate. The circle of life, what happens? with the wild animals that run and roam that we have no real control over just what God gives us the ability to do with, with farming and agriculture and the things that we have pets and things of that nature. But God controls everything ultimately is what he's saying here. Who let the wild donkey go free? Who untied its roots? I gave it the wasteland as a home and salt flats as its habitat. It laughs at the commotion in town. It does not hear a driver's shout. It ranges the hills for its pasture and searches for any green thing. Um, essentially, this is kind of saying, like, you know, the donkey just runs around like a fool. You know, it, it, it goes free. It enjoys this. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to go running around looking for whatever because God's given us the ability to have our own challenges when he talks about the town he, he's given us the ability to create our own cities to have our own infrastructure to do the things that basically make up modern living that we have before us and we don't have to run, run around striving but if we were he would give us pastures to eat you know out of uh, will the wild ox consent to serve you will it stay by your manager at night can you hold it to furrow its, with its harness? Will it kill the valleys behind you? Will you rely on it for great strength? Will you leave your heavy work to it? Can you trust it to haul in your grain and bring it to your threshing floor? This is basically, again, talking about the how God gave us dominion to run certain animals, run everything, you know, so this is basically God gave us the ability to have a big, powerful animal like an ox listen to us so that it can help us do whatever we need. And so God is the one that allows this. And here he's basically reminding Job, like, look, you wouldn't have any of this without me. And it's a good reminder to us because I think oftentimes when we get into a spot of danger and we get go through trials, we, our natural inclination is to say, hey, God, what's going on? Why is this happening? It's to question God. And essentially what God is doing here is he's correcting Job by pointing out to him that he wouldn't have anything without God in the first place. So who is he to question God? Because God always has a plan. He always has a place for everything from the donkey to the lion to the blades of grass to the drops of rain to the stars in the sky. He has a plan and he has a place. So don't don't question him. Don't always ask him what's up because he he's given us this gift and we'll see i'm going to go ahead and just kind of skip through because we're getting a little late here but he, he ultimately has created all of this for our benefit so that we can enjoy life as he wanted and and while we you know and this is old testament so that in the old testament there was certain laws and rules that you had to follow there were sacrifices that you had to give there was Things you had to do to just be in the presence of God and get that grace from God. 
And now we've been given the gift of Jesus, who's essentially given us an in with God. All we have to do is believe in him and have faith in him. And that's what God wants us to do. And that's what God is essentially telling Job is, believe in me. Who are you to question me? Just have faith in me. And at the end of this, I will bless you. And as we see later on at the very end of the chapter, um, God does bless Job. God gives him twice as much as what he had. He he replenishes his farm. He he doubles his family. He he basically multiplies his riches and resources and the things that he needs to survive and the things that he took from him. He gives him back twofold. And I think for us right now, we just need to, no matter what you're going through, no matter what a struggle or a, a, a trial you find yourself in, you just have to hold on longer. You just have to believe and have faith that God will provide for you because he has a plan for every single thing on this earth and beyond this earth. And we just have to have faith in him, believe in him, and trust him because he knows what's going to happen. And if we really truly believe in him, the sky is the limit. There's nothing we can't do. I mean, the scripture uh, even tells us in um, in Matthew, it, it says, um, Matthew, I'm sorry, no, excuse me, Mark, in Mark, several times Jesus says, you know, truly I tell you, if anyone says to the son, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes in what they say, will happen, it will be done for them. Mark eleven twenty three. Mark eleven twenty four go on to say, Whatever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. Um it, it goes back to one of my favorite verses, essentially Mark nine twenty three. All things are possible to him who believes. And so we have to believe in God's great plan. We have to believe that he sent us Jesus as our ultimate sacrifice, so that we don't have to keep sacrificing lambs and goats and doing the ritualistic things that, you know, were required in the older days, because he wants us to live a full life. He wants us to live and enjoy all that he's given us, everything from the little blade of grass that grows in the ground to the wild constellations that are out there in space. He wants us to be able to live peacefully and joyfully in his presence and not question him. So the next time you go through any trial, the next time anything happens to you and you find yourself shaking, you find yourself on shaky ground, you find yourself in the midst of a storm, you find yourself in some serious trials, don't ask God why. Thank him and believe that he has a plan. Philippians 4.23 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So when you find yourself in that storm, do like God told Job in Job 38 verse uh, 3. Embrace yourself. Prepare yourself. And just be ready to ride it out and know that God is there for you. He has a plan. Whatever he has for you is going to make you stronger. It's going to make you uh, believe further in him, and it's going to make your testimony all that more powerful when it comes to share. And I love you all. I hope that you all have a wonderful week um, and a happy Monday. And with that, I pass the call. Tell for joy to the Lord, O earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I come to you this morning, Lord, once again. Thanking you, Father, for allowing us to wake up and see another beautiful day, Lord Jesus. Lord, I come with a full, a full, full heart, Lord, just 
um, thanking you for how you allow us to um, study your word and learn what your word means. And I uh, thank David for um, talking about Job, Lord. We all need to read the whole chapters of Job. Um, it's awesome reading, Father. I just ask, Lord, that you continue to uh, lead us and guide us in the direction that you want us to go, Lord. Well, I ask that you create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me, Lord. I ask that you forgive me of any sins that I've committed, Lord, knowing or unknowing by thought, word, or deed. I come this morning uh, lifting up Susie to you, Father, asking you to touch her with your healing hand, Lord Jesus. I also lift up any of the other people under the sound of my voice that are needing healing, Lord Jesus. I lift up those prayer requests that were not spoken, Lord. But you know what they are, Lord. You know what we need, Lord. Before we ask, you know what we need, Father. And I just ask you to continue to bless as only you can bless. And touch as only you can touch, Lord. I lift up our uh, policemen and our firemen and our government, Lord. And I lift up all of our pastors. I lift up our churches that are open in your name, Lord Jesus. I lift up our, our neighbors and our co-workers, Lord. I lift up our children, Lord. I ask that you just touch our children in a special way. I lift up our young people to you, Lord. Asking you, Father, you continue to uh, bless them and show them the way that you want them to go, Lord. Help us to be the examples for our children that are watching us, Lord Jesus, because they're definitely watching us, Lord. Lord, I lift up our marriages to you, Lord, our mates, Lord. Um, those that are dating, I, I lift them up to you, Father, asking you to continue to bless those relationships that are of you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I continue to bless the DV family, Lord, thanking you for our our founder, Lord, Dion, Father. I just thank you for her, Lord. I ask you to continue to bless her and her family, Lord Jesus. Father, I'm so grateful this morning that you allowed us to, to wake up and see another day, Father, because somebody didn't wake up last night, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I magnify your name, Lord. I lift up our are uh, those that are looking for jobs, Lord Jesus. Um, we know that you own everything, Father, and that you can open up a door or you can close a door, Lord. We just ask that you allow those that need provisions, Lord, to provide for them, Lord. Help them to know what they need to do because it's a twofold thing. There's some things that we have to do and there's some things that you'll do for us, Lord. Show us what it is that you want us to do, Lord. I just thank you, Father. I lift up our 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 states to you, Lord. I lift up the United States to you. I lift up our president to you, Lord. Asking you to touch him with your your hand, Lord Jesus, and the Congress and the Senate, Lord. Our mayors, Lord Jesus, our firemen. Thank you for them. All of our city workers, Lord. I just lift them up to you, Lord. I lift our garbage man up to you, Father. Thanking you for them, Lord. Allowing them to be able to get up early in the morning and dump our trash, Lord Jesus. Father, I just thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for just how wonderful and awesome you are, Lord Jesus. We couldn't make it in this world without you, Lord Jesus. I just lift you up, Father. Asking you, Lord, that we all take our phones off of mute and praise you as only we know how to praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, and continue to bless you, Lord, and continue to... Remember the things that you've taught us, Father. I just ask that everyone take their phones off with mute and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for the beautiful reading on this morning, my God. Thank you for Brother David and God. I ask that you would heal for your mercy. Father, we ask that you look in on the Lord Jesus. Thank you for the Lord Jesus. God, I ask that you would touch us on the crown of our you didn't have to do it, but you did, oh God. Thank you for everything that we do. It must be done decent and in order, and we thank you, oh God, for order in the house on today. We thank you for each one that showed up, hallelujah, to be blessed. To be filled by your word on this morning, oh God. Touch us, oh God, for another day, oh God. 
for each and every one that is on the line today. We draw strength from one another, O oh God. So therefore, we thank you and we praise you, O oh God, as we lift our hands to you on this morning. No other help that we don't know, Father, this is the Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you right now. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You've been so good to us. You know, if we had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough. The praise you on today, God. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody didn't make it on yesterday. Hallelujah. Here we are today. Hallelujah. Today. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless the name, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'll bless the Lord at all time. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Had it not been for you on our side, where would we be on today, oh God? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise your name. We bless you, oh, God. Hallelujah. For there's none like you. Hallelujah. In all the earth. Oh, God, we give you praise, glory, and honor. Hallelujah. 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 Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, how we love you on today. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for purging us and cleansing us, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for drawing near to us, oh God, as we draw nigh to thee, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's the call back to Brother David. Amen, amen. Thank you, thank you. Um, I love that, the praise and worship portion, the prayer and praise and worship. Thank you for leading uh, the prayer, powerful prayer. And the praise and worship is always so great because it, it opens up my heart personally and lets me know that it just gives me an opportunity to thank God for all he does. And I know earlier we were talking about Job and um how in his trials, you know, he questioned God and God kind of just corrected him and was kind of like, listen, this is the earth that I created for you. Were you there when all this happened? And I really said that we have to stand no matter what's going on in the middle of the storm and in our trials and just trust that God is working on our behalf because he's created this world and has thought of every little thing from the speck of dirt grain of sand to the blades of grass. Um, But one important thing that I know that I left out is I think it's important that we need to praise him and thank him even in the midst of our trials. We need to open up our mouths and praise him because he's done some great things. And when the praises go up, something that I've heard since I was a kid, the blessings come down. So I think it's important uh, that we constantly thank God and praise him. And so I'm very appreciative that we are doing that on this call. Um, so I want to open it up for discussion, just general discussion, if anyone has anything they want to talk about or any prayer requests or anything that they want to specifically um, focus on. Um, go on ahead. All right, well, uh, just a quick um, reminder there. Uh, so we spoke about God's greatness, basically everything that he's done for us and all the things that he's created. And for us to worry at any time about anything going on in our lives, we should know that God is in control, that God has the power to create everything in this world. So that means he can also change whatever situation you're going through, whatever trial you're having, God has command over and God can help get you out of that. And we just have to believe in him, trust in him, and praise him ultimately for the things he's doing for us, the the seen and the unseen, the things that he's doing behind the scenes that we can't even understand, just like the way that he created this earth and we weren't there for that. We don't know every detail of how that happened but we know that it happens and we know it's all thanks to God and his great power. And so we just have to keep the faith in that. Hey, good morning, David. It's Dee Dee. Good morning, Dee Dee. How are you good doing? 
I'm good. Thank you for your word. It's funny because my pastor is mentioning Job on yesterday, and um, it just seems like uh, it's a lot going on, and we all are uh, not. Let me stop saying we all, because some people may not <laughs> even uh, know that they're going through trials. But that's um, what I'm thinking of this morning. With everything that I've been through, God has seen me through, and sometimes I do feel like Job, you know. But I have to know that God is. And he, he, he is the great I am. And so there's nothing too hard for him to do. He's got me through so much before. And so he can do it again. So I'm learning to trust him. Um, just trust him through it all, through it all, through all of it. When it's bad, you know, praise him. When it's good, rejoice in it. And just to really count it all joy because he's God. And, and even when it seems like there's no hope in situations, yesterday, um, pastor did an altar call because it was, you know, I don't know, sometimes in, in the service, you can feel the heaviness. You know, people are going through the motions. You know, praise and worship is good and the, the music and people may be feeling good because of the music. But then there's this heavy feeling because people are fighting and, you know, they're not releasing and not allowing the Lord to just be, you know, ushering them in. So he just did an altar call and it was so um, refreshing because, you know, we are in this 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 world and it's a war. It's spiritual warfare doesn't stop. So we just have to know to continue to fight, continue to trust God, and continue to believe what his word says. And so that helps me a lot. So I just thank you um, this morning and just listening to you. Because um, there ain't no future, like you said. It's like we can front for other people. Like yesterday, one of the young ladies walked in, and, you know, you say your good mornings. And she said, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. So another greeter and I kind of looked at her like, and then she she stops. She goes, let me tell you, no, I'm blessed, but I'm going through. So you just have to be real because God knows you can't keep anything from him. So I thank you. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I think, yeah, it's good to be up front because um, God knows no matter what's going on. God knows what's going on. <laughs> you know, so that's absolutely right. And I think it's important that we remember that. I appreciate you saying you know, not all of us might be going through the same thing because everybody is going through a different walk. We're all going through our journeys and we're all going at different paces. We're all going through different things. And some of us are going through periods of drought and some of us are going through periods of abundance, you know. So I think, uh, yeah, it's important to realize that and recognize that. So thank you. Thank you for that. Good morning, David. This is Juliet. Good morning, Juliet. How you doing? All right. It was refreshing to hear your sound again. Um, huh. Morning. And uh, what was powerful for me, well, first of all, I was doing a devotion this morning, and I was reading Genesis 1. And actually, it was my Bible study. And one of the questions was, why did God say, like, why, when he, as he was creating stuff, everything was good? And I got to thinking about him as I was reading him being an artist, you know, because I do art sometimes. And, you know, like when you put something in a certain place, you think about it first it's in your mind and then you actually put it in, in, in place. You look and you sit back and you marvel at it. And I was just looking at God right before I got on a call as the artist. You know, I saw him as the artist, as the artist he is. That, you know, even though he spoke everything into existence, he was getting prepared for that crowning act, which was making man. So it was a beautiful setting. And then when I got on the line and you were talking about the power of God and, and Job, wow, it was like, I'm just sitting there listening and awe, you know. Um, and then you were breaking it down, you know, about his greatness and his power, but then how, you know, how he's concerned about, you know, just like the details that he put in making and creating all these things, he's more concerned, even more concerned about us and that we have that same power within because the scripture says great is he that's in us than he does. And I was just like, just listening to you in the way you was breaking. I never heard somebody break it down like that. You just reading the word. You just break that. And Job, sometimes I would read certain parts that, you know, Job, I've read it, but then I really didn't get it. 
Amen. I didn't get it until this morning because, you know, it's like, you know, the way she sit there, you read them as, you know, I'm reading them. At first, I'm just like really getting in there like, wow, look at this artist here. Just like, put that there like, mm, that's good. Mm, yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Mira, si coro yo se llena ti, si ya. Digo, más se oyeron por cielos. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. He had a power, and, and he cares about little old me. He cares about us. This great God that spoke things in existence, took the time to make us. And as much as we diss him, Oh, wow. He's, he's there, still there. It's powerful. It's powerful. Oh, I want you to thank you for taking that time to break it down like that, to really, like, give us a better understanding about, like, what we're reading in Job, you know, the greatness of our God. And it doesn't matter how great he is, his love, you know, extends to us no matter what circumstances we're in, because he loves us that much. He took the time to form us with his own hands and took the time to take his breath and put it in our bodies. So, yes, it was awesome. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. I love that you're reading Genesis, because these scriptures go hand in hand because you see in Genesis the broad stroke of the artist brush and then in Job in the you know 38 through I think 40 he goes into detail of what that was what that art took you know what I mean it's really yeah. powerful yeah. it's really awesome it's really awesome yeah. I mean he it goes on to like even in Job it, he's talking I didn't keep reading on but he's talking about dinosaurs essentially like creating dinosaurs when he's talking about creating a, a giant so big that it's chunk is huge like a cedar he's talking about a dinosaur you know I mean, he's just going into detail of all the creations that he's made the leviathan and the sea this huge sea creature that he's made and he's just literally going through genesis and just getting into the details of all the things he created and yeah, like said Getting yeah. that's so powerful, you know, to read that and then get on and then hear that, you know, and not just you reading it, but you were breaking it down, you know, that's just powerful. Yeah, it is. God, He does amazing stuff. I mean, that's 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 just a testament to God's goodness is that He put that in your path and put that on my heart to even talk about this particular passage and the timing is so right that he's just reminding you that he loves you that of all this greatness he's done he loves each and every one of us and all of our littleness and all of our smallness compared to all the great things he's done that he created a way for us and he ultimately gave us jesus as that direct path to him and all this amazing art that he's created, and all the things that we have, you know, it's really awesome when you really think about it. So thank you so much for sharing and bringing that up and reminding us of that. Thank you. Good morning, Brother David. This is Geraldine. I just, um, I'm so grateful again this morning to have woke, uh, woke up this morning with the activities of our limbs on this morning and. Thank you for uh, that, uh, you know, just just reminding us, even when Job was going through uh, amazement enough, God had to remind him, where were you at? <laughs> where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Where were you at when I uh, divided the water from the land? Where were you at? You know, and so I just, it, it's just a reminder that when we're going through our own um, life issues, God is still reminding us, hey, I'm still here. No matter what it looks like, I'm still present. I'm with you. 
I promised you I would never leave you, nor would I forsake you. So I just thank you for the reminder that, uh, you know, uh, we always talk about Job, you know, as Job was uh, dealing with a, a situation, uh, he was, you know, his skin, his flesh was falling off, all kind of stuff. You know, he was going through, but God had to remind him in the midst of every test and trial, no matter what we go through, brother, God is there and he's faithful. He promised us he would never leave us, nor would he forsake us. And I thank you just for that reminder. And Job is an awesome uh, book to uh, really just go in and, and just pour down and get down in there and and, and get down to the, the bottom of it is where it all begun. And I thank you again, because it does take us back to Genesis and have a blessed uh, week, everyone. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sister Dragway. Appreciate that, and yeah, it's it's definitely a good reminder, you know, that God is with us and He will never forsake us, no matter what we're going through. Um, and even you know, to the end of Job, He multiplied him and you know restored him and multiplied him, and I think that's also a good lesson if we just stay uh, focused on His goodness and greatness and appreciate it. He's going to be there again and again and again. So thank you for that. All right. So we're at top of the hour. Um, is there anyone else that has anything they want to say or a prayer request? Because I think I'm going to go ahead and close up pretty soon here. Um, Anything else that's on your heart, anything that the scripture opened up to you or anything that the Lord laid on your heart, because I'm sure it's on the tip of your tongue, please let us know so that we can all. Good morning. Good morning. This is Lavina. Good morning, always jumps out at me when I hear Job's name. My spirit, man, literally just goes into a place. But uh, Job Job 22 and 26, the Lord gave me years ago. So after all that we've gone through and all that takes place, for then thou shalt have thy delight in the Almighty and shall lift up thy face unto God. After all, then you shall have your delight in the Almighty and shall lift up your face unto God. That's all I want to say. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for that. Amen. Then you lift up your faith in God. Amen. That is how Yes. I'd like to say thank you for this scripture and prayer today, and I'd like to add my son Gabriel to the prayer list. He's a teenager. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Carla. Carla. Good morning, Carla. Um, thank you. Is there anything in particular that you want us to pray for for Gabriel? Uh, deliverance from just teen okay. issues. All right. We'll be in prayer for him. And definitely just hold on and have faith. I think we've all experienced teen issues. I know myself, I was a little bit of a troublemaker, but um, I think God brought me through. So we'll be in prayer for Gabriel. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Is there anyone else that has any prayer requests or anything they'd like to add um, to today's declaration about Job and the greatness of God and all that he created, basically tying back into Genesis? Uh, the very beginning. All right. Well, if there's no one else, I'm going to go ahead and close this out in the word of prayer. Um, and I hope that you all have a blessed week and a wonderful Monday. 
Uh, thank you for calling in. Love you guys. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the amazing things that you've done for us. And in in, in the, the wake of all of that, you created us and that you've, you've basically been there to hold us. And you said that you would never leave us or forsake us, Lord God, and, and you've been there. And we just love you and thank you for all that you've done and all that you will do for us in the future, Lord God. We thank you right now, Lord God, for Gabriel's deliverance and that as you work in maturing him and growing him into the man that you'd have him be, that he just sees your face, Lord God, and sees what you have in store for him, Lord God. We thank you for every moment and every day. We thank you for the blessings that you're going to pour down on us through this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Love you guys. Have a good week. Have, Have a blessed day. Thank you, too. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a good day at work. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>